Hello, welcome to another episode of The Daily. In case you don't know me, this is Janice. So, woohoo, weekend is here. Goodbye yet another week. Here's to beautiful Saturday and Sunday soon. Recently, I responded to an invitation, a challenge to read my Bible once through again during this circuit breaker period. I actually attempted a 365 day plan at the start of this year, but failed miserably. So I didn't go on with that plan. Then, about three weeks ago, while managing working from home and home based learning for the kids, And all those little tasks in between, I realized I was finding it super hard to focus on anything for long. My mind was constantly multitasking, even when my body was staying still, struggling with attention span and energy level and all that. I could hardly sit down long enough before another interruption, and yet I was craving being able to do so. I was craving being able to be. Focusing long on something. I just felt this yearning to have this orb where I can just go in there and, and isolate myself with God and, and just sit in silence with Him. That's how I felt. So somehow this desire to resume that Bible reading plan came back. But rather than take a year to finish it, as was intended, I decided to shoot for six weeks till the first week of June. I know. What was I thinking, right? Oh, seriously. So, anyway, what I've been doing is wake up earlier. I try to get in about an hour of scripture reading in the morning and another hour before I sleep when possible. Currently, I'm also weaving in my quiet time. So,、uh, what I'll do is I'll end my reading time with a moment of prayer and, and listening to God. Then, throughout the day, and you know, with or without HBL, you guys who are listening, some of you are parents and some are not. I think our days being at home is possibly a mix of adjectives, right? Frazzled or exhausting or monotonous or overwhelming or predictable, depending on what your days look like. Which adjective best describes how your week has been? For me, mine has been predictable, tiring, fun, and pensive. Lots of thinking. So, what I found good for my soul is carrying my physical Bible wherever I move around the house throughout the day, whether it's in the dining area or living room couch or in the bedroom. So, when I have a few minutes or more, I whip it open and I read. Right now, I'm on day 119 of 365. And it, it's been good, very grateful for this opportunity. I must say, though, that there are many instances when what I'm poring over gets hard hard to chew on, or hard to register, or seemingly not inspiring or exciting by any means. In Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 3 to 6, we are reminded of God's goodness. Through our limits. Why do I say that? I will let you in on a snippet of my reflection. About two weeks back, I was traversing through the wilderness with the Israelites, right? From Exodus to Leviticus to Numbers to Deuteronomy. And there came that time when the Israelites felt so disillusioned 
with the deliverance and freedom that Moses led them out of Egypt to experience. They were complaining. Oh, if only we had died in Egypt when we sat by the pots and ate our fill of bread and, and meat. And, but instead, you brought us here to kill us with hunger. Now, I don't know how much meat they really got to eat as slaves, to be honest, but in, when we're discontented, we tend to romanticize what we had before our faith got stretched. When we were in our comfort zone, we think we had it better than... But did we really? And the Lord then said that he would rain bread from heaven for them. He says, okay, in the morning you'll have your fill of bread. You'll know that I am the Lord your God. So evening came, they got quail meat, and in the morning, a layer of dew. When the layer of dew lifted, there was a fine flaky substance like frost on the ground. Picture that. Not winter wonderland, but I imagine they must have stepped out of their tents with some measure of wonder. Then, as we know, Moses gave them instructions. So, yep, listen up, this is the bread God has given. Gather as much as each of you need, based on the number of persons in your household. So they did that. Some took more and some took less. Those who gathered more had nothing over and those who gathered less had no shortage. Moses then made sure to tell them, don't leave any of it over till morning. Today's manna is just for today. So, it was here that I paused, reflecting on how much I identified with the Israelites. While I was in the midst of meal planning, making sure we always had enough groceries for the family every time we went to the market or supermarket. Some of you know what I'm talking about. So I want to make sure we had extra, you know, stock some things up, keep it in the fridge, always have stuff on hand, right? So that really hit home how the Israelites must have felt so challenged to trust God and not worry about where their next meal was going to come from. But not even just that. It hit home how much God longed for them to know, to really know Him, His love for them, to depend on His timely provision and to be able to experience his ability to meet their needs, even daily needs, without fail. That he can never ever run out. That he gives just in time provision. Like it's, it's not that God couldn't provide more than what was needed for a day. I mean, God was more than able to supply them with food for two, three, or four days. In one go. Why have them gather manna every morning with no extra to spare? I mean, God could, but he didn't. It was a purposeful limit that he set. My point is this. It is in the limits that we experience that we come to know, really, God's goodness towards us. And this manna lesson lasted for 40 years, God led them the long way. 40 years times 3, 6, 5 days. How it must have shaped their consciousness as a people. 
of God, of his ways, of his good and kind love. So in Deuteronomy 8 verses 5 and 6, we read, Know then in your heart that as a parent disciplines a child, so the Lord your God disciplines you. Therefore keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and by fearing him. The most fundamental lessons are often the hardest lessons and they take the longest time to really master. Think scales for a pianist. You need discipline to learn that. Where there's something of a habit we want to adopt, the next best thing to do is to intentionally include it in our life rhythms for a sustained period of time, a long enough time before we reap the benefits or can appreciate that more fully. In spiritual formation of us as God's people, God knows we need to practice long obedience in the same direction when it comes to our habits of prayer, scripture reading, fellowship with the body, giving, and so on. In your reading of the Word of God, I pray there are times when you experience enthusiasm, nourishment, communion with God. I'm sure there are. My prayer is also that in times when scripture reading is lackluster or feels wearisome, humdrum, or just like God's not speaking to you, which does happen, you will still no doubt know in the depths of your heart that God longs for you to lean on Him still, to depend on Him daily, that you, beloved of God, are so precious to Him that he wants you to receive daily sustenance from him alone, not from our storage, our abilities, or our foresight, our willpower, or our ingenuity. In the inescapable limits we experience every day is his inherent goodness. To forget it is to cease to depend on him. Because of his goodness, he gave his commandments to his people, instructs them, disciplines them to walk in his ways. It was hard to obey day in and day out, to look to him for sustenance every morning and not turn to self-sufficiency or be independent, to keep walking in his ways and fear him. But what good limits God gives us. I hope you know God is a God good enough that He will place purposeful limits in your life because He wants you to know Him so well that you cannot but yearn to lean into His provision for you as you read His Word every single day and receive sustenance from Scripture every single day just in time and just what you need that his word becomes like fresh bread for you that never runs out that is new every morning that he is able to keep you walking in his ways so that 
we will not falter or run out. That even if reading the word is not a sensational experience every day, the best part of it is knowing God loves to give you fresh goodness, nothing stale. God loves to meet with you daily, not once a week. God loves to make known His heart towards you today, like a parent loves to do for his son or daughter. May His word never get old, and may you never go without the bread of life. Let's take a moment to sit with God. Think about one verse or portion of the Bible that means a lot to you, either recently or some time ago. Thank Him for that manna. Now, what's on your heart? What's your desire of the Word of God today? Tell Him in your own words. Lord God, we thank you for how you love us with your kind of wisdom. That your goodness to us is not demonstrated only in the so much more, but also in the loving limits you set in our lives. So that we learn to depend on you, on your word daily. That just like we would not forget to fill our stomachs with food when we're hungry. Even more so, you long for us to know you as the one, the only one who satisfies us with every good thing, who teaches us your ways through your word, who fills our hearts with your goodness every time, so that we might know you and trust you and be more like you and do it all over again each day because we forget. You long for us to come to your word daily, to draw life from every word that comes from you. So we trust in your good limits. We come Lord and we ask that you fill our mouths today just what you know that we need. and. We receive all of that with thankful, thankful hearts. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to The Daily. We hope you have good God moments throughout today. Grace and peace to you. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to The Daily Podcast. We'll have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. 
If you like what you're hearing and want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg, or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.